Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Rolling, 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 rolling. Keep the pods a rolling. Welcome to Two Vets Talk Pets at 35. We'll help your understanding of what your dogs and cats are doing and lots of ways to keep them alive. With Robbie and Lewis a hosting, it's time to stop this copyrighted singing before we might end up with a fine. Yeah, that's it. Oh, stop now. Yeah, okay, yeah, thanks, yeah. Mate. We're too much talking of pets is barely enough. Welcome to episode 35 of Two Vets Talk Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton and this is Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, thank you very much for the audio track, the acapella style. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, no, that, that's my thing, mate. That's where I'm at. Good. Backup singer, that's me. Yeah, fantastic. Sure. I promised last episode there'd be no more singing from me and you put me right in it. Yeah, no, but you're, that's only just, you're only just mumbling. Then. Just, that's not just, singing. Just Oh, to me it was. I was, I was, I was in my element. Well, it was to me as well. It was just whoever was the people that were trying to, yeah, bring you down, Lewis. Yeah. You know? I love just it. For Saturday night, that's perfect. Isn't it great? Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Here we are, pod cave, Saturday night. It's great, you know. It's, uh, why, why not have a sing? Exactly. I love it. It's uh, good. It, well, but that, maybe that's what we should do on the TV here. We should get some karaoke going as well. Hey, you that's know? a great yeah. idea. Two yeah. vets talk pets karaoke. We could do that the next time we get a specialist in. We'll get Danny Houlihan in from yeah. uh, from uh, 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 veterinary Vet- dermatology clinics. Hey, up in, supporter up of the show. Great Good supporter stuff. of the yeah. show, well Dr. Done, Danny Houlihan. Next yeah. time we get Danny in, we'll get to sing some karaoke yeah. up on here. How what, good would that be? What's your, what's your go-to for karaoke, mate? Oh, crikey. Um, I'll put you on the spot there. Look, yeah, well, you Nickelback and then you Nickelback To be honest, mate. Eternal Flame. <laughs> Eternal Flame? Yeah. Yeah, give us a bit. Say my name, sunshine through the rain. Right. Life. Lovely. So, oh, got, actually, yeah. at, at, the moment, at, the, at the moment at home, it's Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. Ruben is all over Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. like a rash. Yeah. Like, we'll be, we'll, you'll be sitting in the in the lounge room and suddenly in the kitchen, you just hear this little five-year-old voice go, is this the real Really? Life? Not even just... You know, from the, the the lines that everyone knows, he starts it right from, "Is this the real?" Wow! It, yeah, and it's like, does he oh, jump wait. jump out with a drawn on moustache or anything like that, mate? Just uh, I did show him the um the uh, uh, the other day uh, I was on the um trying to have a sleep on the couch. I said I'll put something on YouTube for you. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I'll put Queen on for you when they were playing at Wembley. Um, yep. and um, you know, uh, seeing Freddie Mercury flamboyantly walking yeah. his way, around, I was like, different. I mean, Fantastic, you know, like and um, very unlike his father yeah, oh, in many ways. So you know, male influence in the life, but it was great, you know, to, to see to see for and I mean, gee whiz, have you seen the um the footage of that of the the hundreds of thousands of people that they had there at that show? Right, it was insane. Yeah, um, but you know, then we're watching it, and then Ruben goes, "Daddy, can we watch the monster trucks now?" <laughs> Dude, this is this is Queen. This is one of the greatest live performances ever caught on celluloid film. And you want to watch the monster trucks? Oh, Dad, can we watch the monster trucks now? Mate, Fine, we'll yeah, you can't give them trucks cult- then. Can't give them culture, can you, mate? Can't, can't give them culture. My go-to song: Red Solo Cup. I can't sing it. Not allowed to. Right? You never heard it? No. Red Solo Cup. I'll lift you up. Let's have a party. We'll have a party. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody will know that except my family. Anyway. Right. Well, there gonna, you go. We're that out. That's Gee, terrible. Next time I go to a, a, a Korean karaoke bar, <laughs> I'll have a look for it. <laughs> Listeners, I'm sorry. I'm going to edit that out. That's Red terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is a non-editing episode, this one, Lewis. <laughs> it's live. It's live, 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 Coming live. to you from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, mate. What's been happening this week? Um, so uh, it must be getting into the warmer weather because we are getting cruciates, cruciates, and right. more cruciates. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've had quite a few coming through the clinic at the moment. So dogs have um, uh, you know, probably been hiding them a little bit through the winter, maybe a little partial that the a bit uh, less active. You think? Yeah, you know. And now that they're getting out and running around. Now they've put pushed that partial into a much more. Uh, you know, they've they've blown a few more fibers. Now they're more unstable. Right. Or we've had a couple of full blown just uh, blown to smithereens. So ones cr- as well. Cruciates are obviously knee injuries for those yes. who don't know. Dogs and, doing anterior or cranial cruciate ligament injuries in yes. uh, the most common orthopedic injury that we see in uh, in veterinary medicine. And so the uh, yeah, we're talking about it with um, uh, Big Sam Snelling back uh, uh, when we interviewed uh, Sam. Episode twelve. Episode twelve was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Photograph from every moment. I just catalogued that, that up. Was. Probably, Crikey. probably early days. Yeah, wowzers, righty, yeah. Um, so come uh, a long way, mate, haven't we? Oh, we have, you know, yeah. so much more professional now, yeah, aren't we now? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not at this time on a Saturday night. No, we're more professional. No, no, no. something we lose the, lose it to the giggles like I did last episode. <laughs> oh, Seriously, I thought April had come in. I thought, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, cruciates. So if your if your dogs are um, a, a sore in a back leg, particularly if they're sort of standing there and they're just just toe touching, they're just yep. tapping their little foot on the ground, um, go and get them checked out by your vet. It could be something else going on, but gee whiz, your could dog could have uh, had a cruciate ligament rupture. Well, as I think well. as Sam Snelling says, you know, if it's if you've got a, a lame back leg in a in a dog. Uh, you know, most of the time it's going to be a cruciate injury, unfortunately. Cruciate so, until proven otherwise. Exactly. Yeah, spot on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now, this week, I've got some feedback from one of my nurses, Claire. Yes. Big shout out to Claire. Big about, about big karaoke singing? You will. No, that no? was just general, mate. Chit chat right. over all the socials, I think. Was it because you don't sing to her when you're trying to clip pug nails? <laughs> And you're, and you're just not, not providing a calm enough the work song. environment. The pug song. The pug song. I'll, I'll bring it in. Bring it in to work. You give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. Bring it up the staff meeting. It's not copyrighted, mate. No, no, Creative Commons, that one. Creative Commons. Yeah. yeah, it's out there. It's out there for the people. Unless we start making some money. Just send me a little scratch then. <laughs> You know, if, ta- if, if Tay-Tay, Taylor Swift's going to... Uh, pick it up, you pick, pick it up. Just, you know, just a little bit, Taylor. That's We're going to Tay-Tay. Family? Yeah. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah, we are gonna family. Take so family's going to Tay Tay, mate. The, the Andertons go to the monster trucks. <laughs> the Kirkham's go and see Tay Tay. Go, go to see Tay Tay. Right, you're going to be standing up there singing Shake It Off, mate. You're going to say, shit. Oh, more than singing it, mate. Yeah. I'm going to be wearing the Doing T-shirt. The oh, mate. The, the, uh, what she's got two cats, Olivia and somebody T-shirt she has. That She's got these two cats. It must be all over the socials, but I've got... Got some, somehow I'm on some email, <laughs> uh, some fan club email. I must mean because I put bought the tickets, and it's got she's got all these t-shirts of cats. It must have two cats. Right, so I'm only wearing one of those t-shirts, mate. That's me for sure. Fantastic. Definitely. Yep. With my Love with it. my lighter. Like, yes. Do you still use lighters these days, or you just use your phone? I suppose. Oh, you just use your phone. Yeah, you just light it up. Yeah. 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 I'll be there, mate. Yep. Yep. That's me. Bad blood. How, was that the name of the tour? Bad blood, mate. That's the name. Another song. Another song. That dude, Red that. Solo Cup, you know, no, mate. I, I am so not across wow, Taylor Swift. What's going mate. on? So no, no, no. Yeah, that is that is not my jam. Welcome to New York. I, I know. Welcome to New ah, York from uh, from Secret right. Life of Pets. Right. Secret oh, Life of Pets. Yeah, okay. The movie. Yeah, yeah. That, it's I, in that, that is it. We've got to sit down and we've got to do a um an audio track on that. Yeah, yeah. That, or a, a commentary track because seriously, the first fifteen minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, behaviorist, uh, you know, uh, Lewis will come out and, uh, you know, sit there and have a, you <laughs> know, have a field it, yeah, day yeah. with it. Yeah. I remember watching it. Yeah. We've got a lot of time, so we'll, yeah, we'll definitely get into that, <laughs> won't we? <laughs> with all the time we got. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. get back to Nurse. Um, so, yeah, Nurse. Yeah, Nurse Claire at, at work. Uh, shout out to Claire, lover of the show. Hi, Claire. Soon to be a, a Patreon, I'm sure. Hey, oh, thanks, Claire. Well, we'll, we'll get you a sticker. Yeah, yeah, give you a sticker. Yeah, sure. Uh, but, uh, no, no, just joking. Now, she reckons we're starting to sound alike. Really? But she can't tell us apart. Crikey. So I wonder, maybe when we talk, we yes. should have like like a CB radio. Lewis, over. Over. And yes. then when you talk. Sure thing, Lewis, over. No, no, you say Robbie, you're Robbie. You say Robbie over. But I want to have to say Robbie over. So they know it's Robbie. Yeah, but I'm going to say my bit and then say over. Or do I have to say Robbie, da, 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 and then over yeah. to you? Or you could say Lewis said, and then you talk. Oh, dude, this is getting very third person. <laughs> this is, this is, you know, Robbie does not like this, over. <laughs> That's it. Lewis loves this. Lewis finds this very funny, over. Oh, Robbie's incredibly <laughs> confused, over. Lewis says to Robbie, what else you got, mate? <laughs> um, 
Ro- Robbie asks Lewis if he's ever been, uh, if he ever has imagined that he's a cat. <laughs> Lewis purrs. But <laughs> hey, when I was listening, back, speaking of purring, when I was listening back to the um, the uh, the best ofs, yes, when you, when you yeah, so the the, the mid thing when you had um, uh, Olive purring, yeah, yeah. um, you know, I'll be sitting there listening to it and going. Okay, right. Well, hang on. He's getting pretty close to that purr there. You know, he's got to be getting pretty. Did, did you have it on her throat like a trachea, or like yeah, with the people that you, know, you had it sitting right on I, the I edge? I was there? literally rubbing it on her neck, mate. Just just <laughs> rubbing away. She's like rubbing her bunsen on it, rubbing it. Oh, just loving it, getting right into it. You know what, mate? We did two best of episodes. Yes, I spent. Countless hours, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. You know, getting all the good stuff together. Deb, Deb researching the the, the vast back catalogue. The archives. Yeah, exactly. And you know the only comments we got was, oh, geez, it was cute having Olive purr there. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I even bother? I should have just made a whole episode of purring. That's the best yeah. of it, but that's a be- the third yeah. best of It's just going to be 95 minutes of, of Olive purring. It'll be like background noise. Yeah. You know, people can use it for when they're studying. Yeah, because a lot of the vet students are going to be SWAT backing now, and good luck to any of the students that are SWATting. Nice, you know, mate. Uh, nice, yeah, like we, that. We, we all feel your pain. You know, every November I start to get a little twitchy. Yeah, and, and if you already finished your exams, which is quite possible because they're a lot early these Years. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. crikey. If they're but listening. anyway, well done if you've done well. Good yeah. on you. We're on top of it. And if not, that's fine. There's always <laughs> supplementary exams. It's fine. <laughs> that's so true. It's all good. That is so yeah. true. Yeah. Um, so, we, we, so, yeah, so imagine you're a cat, right? You're a cat. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah Lewis is imagining he's a cat. Right. And But what's happening, Lewis, is that... Um, because your owner has been, um, your owner's a vet student and that, and has been busily studying, and so hasn't really been paying much attention to you. So, well, no more. Not more the thing of the routine. The routine's out of out of whack, you oh. know. So, so something's not right. And so, what's happened is you've started to. You know, let's miss, say miss the toilet, maybe. Oh, Slight miss the I, toilet. I, I was thinking maybe, uh, maybe licking the tummy Ooh, a little right, bit. You know, you know, right. so you 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 you're licking the nipples too much, and you just you know sort of Ooh. you're a bit sparse around the around the the, the around the tummy oh. region. Oh, my tongue's not that long, mate. No, no, but but <laughs> and I can't believe you tried. <laughs> yeah. No, well, um, it's made my t-shirt wet. So well, there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, the two vets talk pets t-shirt. Yes, that's right. It's dribbling all the way down your well, forehead. It was like kind of weird licking your eyeball. <laughs> So, um, so, so your, so your vet student owner has been ignoring you because they're doing your exams. You're getting a little bit stressed out. Um, it's just studying behaviour. You know, that's their next exam, right. and one of the medications oh. that they were looking at that they possibly could treat you with, Lewis, is. Alpha Cazozapine or Zilkin. No vet students can remember that yeah, because it's SWAT to. back. They have to. Students remember that stuff. Oh, you're right. They, they do to. too. They have Poor to know buggers. all that stuff. They, Gee, they're unlike yourself, mate. What's the company that makes it? No, that'd, that'd be Vet Vet Quinol. <laughs> vet Quinol. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I think we got one there. Yes. We might get another six months out of Freudian them Freudian slip again. Thanks, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, a yeah, big shout out to... I think Robbie's getting to the point. We are sponsored by Zilkeen. Yes. For those anxious uh, doggies, and our cats and, and doggies out yes. there that uh, got some mild anxieties, check it out. Really good medication. No side effects. Um, and, uh, and and big supporters of the show. So thanks so much, guys. Go and have a talk to your vet and see whether or not that might be something that might exactly. be able to help and your look, anxious pet out. And look, if your cat is maybe licking their nipples a lot, maybe they're over-grooming, losing yes. some hair, Zilkeen's not working, next step, maybe veterinary dermatology clinics, mate. Oh, my goodness, because yeah. maybe they're doing it because they're pretty. Yes. They're an itchy. itchy. Yes. yes. Yeah. So uh, a big shout out to our other supporter of the show, uh, Dr. Danny Houlihan, we had on the other week, which had some fantastic feedback. Absolutely, yeah. She knocked it out of the t- park, Danny. touch on that a little bit later. Uh, accepting skin referrals in Sydney, Canberra and Tassie. So find her on Facebook, um, Veterinary Dermatology Clinic. Big thanks, guys. Yes, thank you very much, all. Alrighty, mate. Now, this week, yes. uh, I have an article from, I don't know where it's from. The heading is, a, wi- a woman took her emotional support squirrel onto a flight. Oh, crikey. Uh, now oh, I think this came from one of the mummy bloggers, mate. I think I think that's that's sort of where 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 is that? Uh, <laughs> there, there are two things America has that Australia desperately needs. Right. Number one, emotional support animals on planes. Right. And number two, squirrels. 
We don't have either of those. We don't so, have squirrels on planes or emotional squirrels on planes. Well, we don't have squirrels at all. Right. Do we? But it reminds me, there was a bit of a squirrel grip on the plane. Remember Grant Hackett just decided to give the, the person in, in front of me on the plane a little bit of a... A, a, little, a little bit of a, how, how's, your, how's your mother? Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. It something, it was a squirrel grip or nipple tweak. Was it one of those? Was it, was <laughs> nipple cripple? Yeah, one with one hand and one oh, with the other. <laughs> He's got very long arms, that guy. So I reckon he could do that. <laughs> yeah, it was four, four seats away. It was unbelievable. <laughs> It was actually the pilot. He was yeah. down the back. <laughs> there was a weird thing. He came up from underneath the seats as well. Yeah, it was bizarre. Somehow we managed to get past all the life jackets and everything that are stowed under the seats. Up there and a little bit of... You know, open the cockpit door and there he is tweaking away. <laughs> open which door? Sorry. <laughs> like a um, Scottish uh, English I bulldog. I didn't say unzip the cockpit door, mate. <laughs> What time is it on a Saturday night again? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's getting late. It's getting late. So usually these two things don't go hand in hand. So emotional support, animals on a plane. Yes. But one woman achieved the extraordinary almost. Right. And it reminded me, when we went to Queensland recently, currently we're, uh, we're, we've got a sick little possum with us that we're looking after. Yes. Trying to, trying to raise up to, to get ready to go to a carer, a little ringtail possum. And when we're going to Queensland, April goes... Can we take the possum with us on the plane? All right. And I mean, first thought, my first thought was, yeah, sure, why, why not? Why, why just pop it in my pocket? It was <laughs> just going to slip in my pocket. I never actually thought that that's probably not a good idea to take Florence to another state on an aeroplane. You're going to get in trouble for that sort of thing. Could you empty your pocket, sir? Yeah, no problems. Yeah. Wallet, yeah. phone, <laughs> possum. Yeah. Beep. Yeah. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you pack this possum yourself, yeah. sir, or did somebody else pack it for you? That's, oh, no, no. That's right, exactly. Laptops out, squirrel, possums out. <laughs> <laughs> What's oh. that long, round, curly thing sticking out of your pocket there? Sorry, it's just a, it's just a possum's just, tail. Just something my bulldog put there earlier. <laughs> hey, I heard the possum got a little bit sick the other day. Yeah, uh, no? Yeah, yeah, I, thought, I heard she had a CAT scan. Oh, 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 yeah. Now, damn, if the girls are listening now, we had a little bit of an escapee that, that happened. Oh, better yeah, be careful. Turn off, Deb, if the girls are listening. But, yeah, uh, we, me and Deb were sitting down watching TV and Ollie was walking around downstairs somewhere and uh, and we heard a little bit of a, a, bit of a thumping going. And I thought, oh, a kerfuffle? Okay. Yeah, it sounds like, oh, one of the kids might have fallen out of bed or something. So Deb sort of got up and... and uh, I think I was on the I was on the couch with the laptop uh, doing some editing on the podcast with my headphones on, so I didn't really hear it. The next thing, Deb said, "Lewis, come quick!" And I've gone, "Oh, what's, what's going on?" And there, there's Olive, just, "Oh, oh it's a possum, a possum!" <laughs> just bat, batting it around the living room, I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" And luckily, Deb sort of scared her, and Olive's run off, and the possum's just there, big wide eye, going, "Oh my goodness, what happened? What's going on?" Good ending to the story, though. Florence is okay, everyone. Fabulous. Yeah. No, I will, I'll put a photo on Instagram just to make sure. <laughs> With the day's knows. newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a, and a, a, a ransom note cut out from all the, the newspaper headings. Yeah. Keep the cat away <laughs> yeah, from it. That's yeah. Right. I nearly had it. Yeah. <laughs> I had it right where I wanted oh, it too. Oh, yeah. So anyway, in, getting back to this story about the, the, uh, the squirrel on the flight. Yep. In the US, emotional support animals, also known as comfort animals right. are permitted under federal regulations to travel with their owners in airplane caverns. These aren't the same as service animals, which are related specifically to help people with emotional or physical disabilities, like seeing, seeing eye dogs. Seeing eye dogs, yep, yep. Cats, dogs, and even miniature horses... Wow! ...are usually permitted by airlines to fly. Wow! But while any type of comfort animal is technically allowed, US airlines have the right to turn away the more unique pets... Like the emotional support peacock. One woman Holy tried crap. but failed to bring on a flight with her early this year. And here it is, mate, riding on the, the luggage. Uh, so it's just standing on, on, the, on the luggage. Oh, get uh, out of town. How's <laughs> that? Jeez, look at that. Isn't that amazing? So there you go. And uh, The says, plumage on that thing. Yeah, yeah. That's impressive. How's that emotionally supporting you? <laughs> anyway, back to the squirrel. Cindy Torok boarded a flight in Orlando. funny name for a squirrel. No, it's the owner's name. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> on Tuesday, uh, bundling her trusty, I'm not sure how you know it's trusty, 11-week-old squirrel named Daisy. Daisy. Daisy the trusty squirrel. With her as her emotional support animal. 
Daisy's big journey to Cleveland was cut short. She and her owner were forcibly removed by police from the Frontier Airline flight before takeoff. Oh, no. Yeah. Cindy had notified the airline she'd be bringing her support animal. But, ah, she hadn't mentioned the teeny weeny detail that their animal was a squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) And unfortunately for Daisy, she's classified as a rodent. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not allowed on Frontier Airline flights. Wow. But a world where a woman can't have a squirrel as an emotional support animal is a very sad world indeed. You can see where I'm going. It's a mummy blogger article. Yeah, right. The entire flight had to be evacuated and delayed for two hours. Oh, wow. So police could deal with the squirrel situation. The squirrel was running around the the, uh, well, around the the plane, wasn't it? Well, I was wondering how long did it take him to get Grant Hackett off the plane with this squirrel incident. <laughs> Sure, it wasn't two hours, but yeah. Neither of them wearing shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that squirrel, mate, it's running around looking for the complimentary nuts. I reckon. <laughs> oh, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Is that what you're gesturing to me there, mate? Yeah, 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 yeah. There, there was a nice segue there between a squirrel and a squirrel gripping nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I nailed it, eh? <laughs> Eventually, officers managed to escort the woman away in a wheelchair. Oh, no. They must have choked her out, I reckon. She's oh, passed poor out. poor woman. Yeah. Believed to be holding a squirrel inside a carrier on her lap. Now, Cindy, bless her soul, wants revenge. Oh, crikey. Because how dare anyone lay a finger on her, squ- on her squirrel? Oh. They said, either you walk off the plane or I'm going to arrest you for trespassing and we will take that squirrel, I said. Oh, we will take that squirrel. I said, you're not taking my squirrel. I'm going for blood. I'm going all the way. I'm contacting an attorney. Hang on, is this a squirrel or a gun? Because I know in America people really like holding onto their guns as well. Oh, yeah, I don't think sounds, you're allowed a gun on the that, plane. That, 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 that sounds like the, yeah, the NRA out of my cold, dead hands. Oh. You'll take my squirrel out of my cold, dead hands. Do you reckon people take guns as a comfort animal on the plane, mate? <laughs> <laughs> this is my, Some of them would if they could. It's fine. It's my comfort Uzi. <laughs> I call it Snoozy, Snoozy the Uzi. <laughs> Snoozy, the, oh. Snoozy, Susie the Uzi. Alrighty, so that's where we're at, mate. You can't take your squirrel, no, or ringtail possum on a plane. Interesting that it's called a uh, that. Yeah, that they've uh, decided that right. Well, that's a uh, a rodent. So therefore, yeah, rodents no good. So it means you can't take mice or rats or. Yeah. I mean, it's guinea pigs, guinea pigs or can't. peacocks. But if it was a long haired guinea pig, a long haired guinea fine, pig, fine. Yeah, fine, fine. No problems at all. Totally fine to take. Um, now, um, odd spots, Lewis. Yeah, yeah the odd spots odd spot. in the in the in the age. Yes. There was um, one that uh, that took my anything that's got uh, animal on it. I go, all right, is that something that I can talk to Lewis about? Yeah. And the one that was in uh, Saturday Age last uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, the job ad read: Wanted Cat Chief, location Zelenogradsk. Russia duties tending to the town's approximately 70 stray cats. Around 80 people applied for the job in the small town, which has also erected a cat statue and added a moggy to its emblem in a bid to rebrand itself as Russia's foremost cat-loving community. Wow. Look, to, I'll be honest with you. As far as odd spots go, that's pretty crap. Yeah. You know, that, that's 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 a that's a. I mean, it's more interest than odd. Not many people actually are reading the age, are getting the the paper version of the age these days. Sat day they do. So if you're going to put something in the odd spot, make it good. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to do a little bit of deep diving. I'm going to drill down on Zelenogradsk. In Russia. Nice, mate. So, so what'd you find? Wikipedia. Wikipedia up Zelenograst. Yep. Um, and nothing on Wikipedia at all about what? cats. Nothing. What about two vets or pets? Are we on Wikipedia? Uh, to be honest, I haven't looked. Yeah, no, maybe, maybe yeah, should have a little squeeze. Check that out. Um, you know, See if they spelt my name correctly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there's no cat on the emblem. There's no talk of the uh, of the the cat statue. Right. Nothing like that. And I go, what in the hell's going on here? Just you know, um, like a lot of um, it's sort of up in the north uh, northwestern part of Russia. So yeah, I was. A lot of oh, turmoil yeah. around the lakes, war mate. and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I thought, crikey! I mean, that's a that's still not not great. But then, so I, I went back on my Google search, and I actually saw a uh, a little picture here called a murarium. Okay, murarium, yeah. And I thought, oh no, I'm going to click on the murarium and see what the murarium is. So what the murarium is? I'm intrigued. It's a cat museum in a restored water tower. 
Right. Okay. okay. I'll, Cat I'll, museum. I'll, yeah. I'm, I'm going to follow this and see see where it see where it leads to. Um, so the Murarium is a quirky cat themed museum in a restored 130 foot water tower with a viewing deck and penthouse. So you go, okay, right. Oh, hang on. Now the picture of the uh, of the the cat statue is up there now. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> listeners, thanks to our there, listeners there for, is, for loading that up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's up there now. So I um. So I went and uh, thought oh, I'll have a little look at the at the murarium and see see what it's uh, see what it's like. But um, you know, a lot of it's in uh, in 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 Russian, given that it's in <laughs> you know, Russia. Um, Read it out, mate. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not great with the acrylic, but I thought I wonder what <laughs> so, um, the what with with, with acrylic, Cyrillic, 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 acrylic or acrylic, <laughs> acrylic and so paint. yeah. <laughs> Um, Alpha the, Yeah, they've had 451 uh, Google reviews, right? What? And with an average of 4.5 stars. Wow! And I thought, wow, geez, these guys are these guys are cooking with gas. How many cats are there? Uh, well, <laughs> maybe so I be- thought. I thought, you know what? I'm actually going to have a little look and see about the uh, what the people who didn't actually think much of the uh, <laughs> see what the comments are. And this this is where it. So um so Neko Neko um and this is uh, <laughs> that's. So that's the uh, the person doing the review. This is from well, a month ago. Um, translated from uh, translated by Google from the acrylic. Um, the idea <laughs> is excellent. The implementation pumped up. There is no separate ticket only to the museum without a playground. Visiting is unreasonably expensive <laughs> oh. simply for a mountain of trash dedicated to cats. <laughs> And the administrator oh, it's a little tray. Yeah. <laughs> and the administrator below was also rude. Also part of the interactive toys with old batteries or broken. <laughs> what? Oh, they okay. ran out of C batteries, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, now in the, uh, in the cat museum they ran yeah, out of C yeah. batteries. <laughs> now uh, Julia Maligna from nine months ago, translated by Google, the worst museum I've ever visited. <laughs> It's not even a museum, but just an ex- exhibition of objects where there are cats. It's unclear why you pay 230 rubles. I could also go to the children's world and look at toys. 230 rubles is about $4.90 Australian, so, right. it's, so it's not much. Madagascan? Uh, I'm not Avery. sure what it is in Madagascan. Sure. 723. Um, uh, the the next one quick calculation the the next dude um I, I don't have a translation for his name um from the Russian so I'm just going to go with what his comment was from a year ago Vladimir uh no nah, it doesn't look like it to be Vladimir you know, they've got some cool looking letters in in acrylic bodies um, bodies uh, uh translated by Google sucks just a mountain <laughs> of junk from the market it cannot be called a museum. <laughs> And this is the one I'm going to leave you on. And for anyone that's um, got got kids listening, um, uh, uh, turn the volume down for about five seconds. Um, Daz G from two months ago, translated by Google, there it's all <coughs> and we're on our heads. Right. That's it. Google's, That's it. Google's not the best at the Russian translation, are we? Yeah, no, yeah. but there's some good ones there. But I think you know, it came um, through that, it, that people don't like it. No, yeah, you know, the, but there's some of the, there's some good reviews. You know, um, uh, a week ago, a museum of crafts in the form of seals. I think they probably mm. mean of cats. Mm, right. um, all different. On the top floor of the museum, there is a room for two with a beautiful view of the sea and the city. You can buy souvenirs. Many ex- exhibits can be touched. You can also <laughs> refill the museum exposition yourself, giving something as a gift that reminds a cat. <laughs> right. So Mate, I don't think we know anymore what this place actually is. So there you we? go, the Murarium. So if yeah. ever you're in uh, well, in in Zelendogradsk, uh, n- now that you can see the the cat um, the cat what, statue, why don't know, we maybe maybe we could fly over there, mate? Do a show from there. Oh, what do you we think? could we could do an OB, yeah. an outside broadcast yeah, what there. Do you think? Yeah, that'd be tax free. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, that'd yeah. be. Yeah. It's a lovely little take seaside. our families, the children's playground. What we do the pot in the Murarium. It, it's a nice seaside town there, I and mean, um, I mean they've actually to be. Perfectly honest. I've actually got some cool stuff. This is over the um in the gift uh the, the gift there. Have a look at that. Now I'm trying to work out. Oh you, yeah. You, you and I have done anatomy. Um, yeah. Now I'm not sure whether or not Russian cats have got different tubes going in different places. So, but so this is not going to work well in the podcast, Robbie, because you're showing me a picture. No, I know, but I'm going to put a. I'm going to put the picture up. So it's a, a, oh, okay. a picture that someone's done of a cat with um I guess a a, a, a fair artistic rendering of oh geez I've just lost the picture of the there. internal organs of a cat possibly yes um, right. 
But okay. I'm just trying to work out. So we've got a, a, an, a, an open tube here that's just opening up into nowhere. We've got what looked like a couple of <laughs> cogs as front feet and a, an electrical cable as back I feet. I think that's actually Leonardo da Vinci when he invented the cat, mate. I'm it, pretty sure that's the picture. It looks pretty close to it. Yeah. Like, oh, what, are they, what did he call his man one? The one where he... You know, invented the, man? Yes. Did he invent man? No, he didn't invent man. It was the, the cat, a, man, and helicopters? The one where he's got the man with the with you know with his with his oh, bits yeah, hanging out waiting called. for an English, but yeah, the English um English yeah Peruvian man, whatever. Um, Peruvian, not Peruvian. Um, something <laughs> sort late. of man. It's late. It's Monster late. trucks. So anyway, so that's a weird picture of a cat, right. but I actually think that that picture looks pretty cool. Okay. So, All right. Anyway, well, maybe so that's buy it. one and, and bring it in. Zelinda, can you order one online? Hopefully. I'd like to get it made up as a T-shirt. I reckon, yeah. I reckon it's pretty cool. All right. What else have you got, mate? All right, mate. Now, the other week uh, we did some myth busting. We talked about sleeping on the bed. Yes. And how uh, uh, we, um, you know, I said it was okay. Yeah. And and as soon as I said okay, I got a, a text message from, from, from a friend of mine, Andrew. Right. Big supporter of the show. And uh, new Patreons just... Uh, but going to sign on this week for for a thousand dollars a month, which is lovely. Thanks, Andrew. So Thanks, much. Andrew. Good yeah, on you. Wonderful. It's lovely hitting up your mates like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and and he sent me an article about uh, you remember the AFL? Well, they put AFL star here, but the former AFL player Campbell Brown. Oh yes, yep. Campbell Brown's father-in-law is Australia's unluckiest pet owner. Right. And so this is he's Andrew saying, and it's, he's probably right. This is one reason why you probably shouldn't let your dog sleep on the bed. Uh, Campbell Brown, the former Hawthorne and Gold Coast star, took to Twitter and then to radio to, to let the country know the terrible, though on a twisted note, somewhat hilarious, which is what we like. That's terrible, what we're after. Hilarious. That's where we're at. Pain his father-in-law had to endure at the hands of his pet chihuahua, Sable. Yeah. He's got a little picture of Sable there. He's yes. Cute. Oh, ears are back, eyes are bulging no, out. So it's just, cutie it's just pie. a day that ends in wine, the life of a chihuahua. <laughs> he's a cutie pie. He's out of the handbag. He's yeah. cute. <laughs> he's cute. Uh, and uh, don't be fooled, though. Right. Sable's innocent demeanor. Never be- am. <laughs> because the furry four-legged embodiment of evil yes, is yes. more cunning, vicious and diabolical than every Get Smart and James Bond villain combined. Days that end in Y for a chihuahua. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> This, I wrote this, mate. It's yeah. like it. <laughs> Sable is responsible for the two worst crimes to be committed in Tom's household over the past two years. Right. And probably the two worst crimes ever committed by any Chihuahua in the history of the known universe. God, she whiz. Not, not of the Waverley Animal Hospital by the sound of it. <laughs> <laughs> two years ago, Sable, who sleeps on the edge of the bed when Tom and his wife got to go to sleep, fancied a midnight snack. Oh, not no. wanting to travel all the way to the fridge. Sable decided to munch on something a little closer to home. The big toe of Tom's right foot. <laughs> Tom has diabetes. Oh, no. So oh, doesn't no. feel his feet too well. Oh, no. According to Campbell Brown, which is why he failed to put a stop to the rogue pet. Oh, crikey. So he's munched on his toe. That is bad he woke news. up in the morning and lo- he's lost his toe. The child is in his toe. Oh, crikey. So, I mean, we, we talked about, you know, aggression on the bed and that sort of thing. You're thinking, right, it's probably about time the chihuahua maybe slept in another room. Yes. Fast forward two years. Right. And like a serial killer biding his time, Sable struck again. Right. She had lured his unsuspecting victim into a false sense of security for so long. Now it was time to pounce. <laughs> Do you like this? Yeah. I, I didn't write it. No. That's good, though. That spelt bad news for Tom. Two years later, Sable had done nothing wrong in that two-year period. He woke up on Thursday morning with no big toe on his other foot, Brown oh, said. Far out. They went to hospital again, going through the whole process of amputating the toe, skin grafts. He was in quite a bit of pain. She was. And Campbell Brown says that is a legit true story. And he's posted some photos, which we will not put as links. Okay, right. We're not putting these links because oh, they, no. are, they are horrible. They are horrible. They are horrible. Yeah. That's worse than your cat anatomy photo mate. <laughs> from from Murigrad, Stalin, Stalin, Murigrad. Gee whiz, that's and, horrible. Yeah, horrible. And then so then Campbell Brown's gone to write quick update: toe amputated, Chihuahua winning, two toes to nil. Yes, <laughs> nice, nice. It's a funny story. Too good a story not to put on Twitter. He said. I'm just glad he doesn't sleep naked. 
Because that could have been a real tragedy. Well, I was going to say, at least at least he doesn't have any more big toes to lose. Yeah, well, not in Scotland as well, where the no, bulldogs that's exactly take, right. take yeah. other things. <laughs> <laughs> so she how's was, that, eh? Oh, man. Um, yeah, so thanks I, to Andrew for sending that through. It's yes. A, that's a cracker. Great one, yeah. And, uh, and thanks to Campbell Brown for, you know, sharing it with the world. I'm sure your dad loves, you know, that it's out there in... Uh, your public domain. Uh, exactly. Now, there was one other article which links into the, the sleeping on the bed stuff. Yeah. Now, uh, this is a bit more serious, I think, actually. Why do the sleep experts... Sorry. What do the sleep experts say about pets in the bedroom? Yes. Written by Dr. Marie Holloway-Chuck. Terrific. That's a name, isn't it? Yeah. Holloway-Chuck. Now, she uh, she's a veterinarian and a pet owner. Right. And she's often wondered... Do people who struggle with their sleep have pets in their bedroom that keep them up at night? Right. Good point. So researchers at the Centre for Sleep Medicine at the Mayo Clinic in Arizona began to investigate sleep struggles among pet owners in 2015. Researchers surveyed 150 consecutive human patients with sleep disorders by questionnaire or interview and found that 49% were pet owners and 41% of pet owners had multiple pets. More than half of those pet owners allowed their pets to sleep in the bedroom. Interestingly, 20% described their pets as disruptive, whereas 41% perceived their pets as unobtrusive or even beneficial to sleep. Right. So, how do the presence of pets in the bedroom affect people who don't have sleep disorders? So, another study by the Mayo Clinic uh, in 2015, researchers evaluated the sleep of people and dogs sleeping in the same bedroom to determine their impact on sleep. There were forty healthy anim- sorry, there were forty healthy adults without sleep disorders and their dogs, and the adults and dogs wore accelerometers. accelerometers. How do I say that? Accelerometers. That's it, mate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Fitbits. 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 Yep, yep. Which are devices that track movement and can gauge sleep quality. The humans participants in the Mayo in the study spent an average of 7.9 hours in bed while sleeping for 6.7 hours the equivalent of 81% sleep efficiency during the human's corresponding sleep time dogs spent an average of 6.9 hours sleeping one hour active and two out two minutes playing <laughs> how's that two minutes wow. playing wow the dogs had an average sleep efficiency of 85%. Right. So they're sleeping better. Yeah. They're sleeping better than their owners. <laughs> That's because they're tired from all that playing. Yeah, two minutes of play. Yeah. Oh. Do you do some star jumps, chase the cat around, go back to sleep? Well, it's interesting that none of the humans had uh, two minutes of play time. Play time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's quite a long time to play, I imagine, in some households. <laughs> it wasn't included in the study. No, it depends, depends on, you know, how, how quickly you, you finish that game on the PlayStation, I guess. You know, is it a, is yeah. it, how, how long a quarter goes for on NBA you yeah. know, 2018? Yeah, what level of candy crush you're on in the yeah, bedroom? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't mentioned, no. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps the most interesting finding from this study is that the sleep efficiency of the human participants was lower if their dog slept on the bed, as opposed to if the dog was simply in the room, which makes sense. As middle of the night awakenings and difficulty falling asleep are often caused by partners, pets or children coming into or out of the bed through the night. Mm-hmm. So while people with a single dog in their bedroom can t- maintain good sleep efficiency, the dog's position on or off the bed seems to make a difference. As such, as much as it can be nice to snuggle with your dog before and after falling asleep, if sleep is a struggle for you, perhaps this sleeping arrangement might need to be modified. <laughs> I go. think if they say modified, as in just change it, change it, <laughs> on stop the being floor. silly. Put yeah. them on the floor. Well, mate, where's the study of... Uh, of, of when you wake up in the middle and the cat's just sitting on the bed staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> just like Olive does, you know. This does two things. I wake up in the middle of the night and sort of just open my eyes and there she's looking right at me. Just staring at you. Two centimetres from my face. Or I wake up in the middle of the night and she's sniffing my ear. <laughs> it's, it's creepy. I'm like, whoa. whoa. No, no, not as bad as a big toe. No, yeah, yeah. No, they're all intact. <laughs> well, still all intact. So, there yeah. you go, mate. So, there's some uh, little bit about sleeping on the bed. Food for thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, because I mean, it makes sense that, you know, if you've got you know, a, another creature sort of rolling around in the bed that's sort of jumping up. Because people are always worried about... You know, if the animal's sleeping on the bed with them, that they're going to kick them or, you know, do something silly and they're, you know, the, the, the dog then going to bite their toe off. You know, it's very hard to get a good night's sleep. Well, that, remember that lady we had a few episodes ago that, that dog-napped that, that dog? She had a good night's sleep. 
uh, yeah, stole yeah. the dog. It's because she <laughs> was just plastered. <laughs> she was plastered though, you know. She probably woke up, you know, the, the, the dog woke up and it was really full as well because it finished off the kebab that she hadn't finished. You know, she woke up with a strange dog and his emptied kebab. You know, she just got it's a just hand that's, you know, that, that smells of garlic sauce, but the dog's licked all the garlic sauce the, the off big, as well. The big toe kebab had just eaten you yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> the dog said, they go, well, well, I'd prefer a falafel, but, you know, I'll take I'll take a kebab. That's fine. I'll take the big toe. Yeah. <laughs> all righty, mate. Right. We better go to this. Disclaimer summer. time. Uh, all advice on this show is generally nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet we do our best to provide the most up-to-date information but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing please let us know if we have missed anything or if you need any clarification what have you got for us today lewis all right mate. now this week i saw a dog a revisit of a dog in the clinic that has severe uh, fly biting or snapping behavior Ah, have you, have cool. you seen this before? I have. We've got two dogs on the books with it. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. mate. Well, listen up. I'm listening. Listen up. All ears. Yeah. So, fly yep. biting or snapping behaviour for the for the listeners is uh, is basically where a dog uh, is is snapping at the air and perhaps even jumping at the air with their mouth open and shutting like they're trying to catch imaginary flies. Yeah. There's nothing there, um, and when you see it. Uh, it often owners initially laugh about it, I mm. think, because they think it's quite funny and and um, and but it's a very very bar- bizarre behaviour. Yeah. Um, um, when you see it, so uh, you know, I had an update on the dog. And I'll tell you sort of what we did, you know, to, to help the dog in, in a minute. But stupidly, I thought, all right, well, yeah, fly biting. That's perfect. That's a great topic. You yeah. Know, we can talk about that. So I got out a reference book, and I thought oh, this would be great. You know, read up on about it. Oh, mate, was that a big mistake? You yeah. Know, it, oh, yeah, I got. I reckon I got two lines in. It just got so technical. And, you know, it listed every possible cause for the behaviour. Right. You know, from liver disease, dental disease, seizures, anxiety. You know, um, you know, lack of sleep. Uh, you know, um, you know, um, chewing big toes. I don't know, mate. Just all, went, all that sort of stuff. Just, yeah. just went through it. Went through everything, and I was like, oh gosh, really? So I thought, all right. Look, I, I think ultimately, as behaviourists, and well. You know, neurologists, even internal medicine people, uh, we don't really know what causes that behaviour. Yeah, you know, okay. th- There can be all sorts of different re- reasons um, f- for the behaviour. And so this dog was a, was a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, which are a known breed that seem to be predisposed yes. to this problem. And the, uh, these owners were diligent. Yeah. They, they'd come from the UK, and, uh, and when they were in the UK, they had had all the tests done. So they had the, you know, the exam, the full bloods, the, uh, they even had an MRI, brain MRI. Yeah, don't, right. Don't look at it and found nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. No they, brain in there at all? Uh, no, just flies. Just oh, flies. just flies. Yeah. flies. <laughs> That's why I just kept jumping around. Yeah. Oh, oh, welcome to our Cavi listeners, yeah. mate. <laughs> we just dropped 500 <laughs> listeners, mate. Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, Cavi, Cavies have definitely got brains because otherwise they don't know to do that sad face to try and make you keep feeding them. Oh. That, that cute, you go, oh. The big eyes. I'm so sad. Yeah. I'm so sad. Yeah. So these guys, they when they came to Melbourne, they actually went and saw a neurologist in yep. Melbourne who said, oh, it's seizures. It's seizure behaviour. So they put it on some seizure medication. Yep. Which essentially all it did was sedate the dog. Yep. And it didn't really sort of settle the, the Oh, behavior. it didn't change no, the, didn't the binding. Really set, yeah, you know, right. So when, when the medication wore off and, you know, or, you know, um, it just, just kept going, you know, once it sort of woke up and got, got moving. So, so of course, mate, you know, They've been they've been to the UK. They've seen all the the, the gurus in the UK. They've seen all the special. They've seen the neurologists. You know, where do they come, mate? The people's champion. Yeah, the 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 the, the dogs man. Yes, yes, yes. They saw one of my colleagues at work. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A big shout out to the Julies. Yeah. <laughs> no, and and well, they of course sent it on to me, thinking it might be some sort of behaviour sort of thing. So we did a behaviour consult, and and I took a you know, quite a long history and. You know, there didn't seem to be much in the history of the dog of a cause. It didn't seem to be worse with anxiety. Yeah, you know, right. It didn't seem to happen, you know, when they were leaving, you know, departing or, you know, any sort of with thunderstorms. There was nothing really I could identify as, as an anxiety cause, which is sometimes what it's about. So yeah. I think, thought we sometimes think it's an obsessive compulsive disorder or yep. a compulsive disorder, or, you know, whatever it's want to be called. Um, and so we're always sort of concerned that, that that's a po- po- possibility. Um and, and obsessive compulsive order is essentially it's just a behaviour that the, the dog can't stop doing. Yeah. Which is doing more than you would expect I- I- in that situation. Um, yeah, the owners could distract the dog away from the fly, snapping at times. 
Um, but at other times they couldn't, you know. Um, yeah. And that, that can give an indication of how severe these sorts of behaviours are. They, if you can't distract the dog away from it, like, you know, call it over, you know, you know Miffy, come and get a treat. Yep. Then it's probably a little bit uh, more severe than, than the dog you can distract away from it. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and, uh, like I said, you know, it's often anxiety-based and, and can be related to sort of a poor environment. You know, we see sort of OCD things like uh, animals in the zoos. Some, yes. Some of the, the less enriched zoos yes. you know you see the polar bear that's nodding away or yep. or uh, or the elephants that's swaying and 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 that sort of thing and, yeah yeah and the, even yeah go on oh no just yeah the um the it's at it's the yeah the lack of stimulation where yeah. they're just going it's just a uh yeah i'm just mm. gonna it's the the, the dreary monotony, monotony yeah. of it yeah well, yeah similar to the kelpie in the, in the backyard mate you know the where's the track around the edge of the backyard yes just yep the whole time running that track you know that that, that's a, that's a type of you know uh, compulsive disorder yes. or stereotypy as, as we call them. So yep. so anyway, so so I sort of thought along that, but but there was a study that was done in 2012, looking at only seven dogs that yep. have this fly snapping behaviour. So it's again, you know, we talk about small studies in behaviour. Yep. It's a small study, but it gives us an idea. Yeah. And these dogs were all found to have some sort of gastrointestinal problem. Oh wow! That was causing the fly biting. Get so, out of town. And when they were treated for their gastrointestinal problem, yeah. they all stopped, all seven of them. So I thought, oh, all right, solved. Yeah, Here we solved, go. done. So I thought, all right, let's give this a try. So I, I, I put the dog on eight weeks on a on a, uh, a hypoallergenic food. Yep. Can't mention any names because we're not sponsored anymore, <laughs> mate. <laughs> so maybe on a beep food. Uh, and then I, I um, put on some medication, some antacids, yep. to help settle the stomach, some anti-nausea medication. And we went on that and I sent them away. And, and I rang them in a, after a couple of weeks to get an update and I left a message on the phone and I didn't get any, anything back from them. And so I thought, oh, I've solved it. That's it, mate. What a legend. Yeah. Solved it. You know? What done. A, yeah, it's done. Done. Tick, tick. Bring in the next one. My know? job here is done. Exactly. Then it was about 10 weeks later the owners emailed me a video of the dog when they went to the local ER clinic for something totally unrelated. I think, I don't know what it was, a gastro or conjunctivitis or broken right. leg. I, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, something, something minor. Something yeah. else, something non-behavioural. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Might have been two broken legs. I, yeah. know, I forget. <laughs> but, but in the video, essentially the dog was in the waiting room of the emergency clinic and it was fly snapping like you would not believe wow. it was much worse. Um, and it was uh, in that situation, it was showing other anxieties. It was yawning. It was pacing. Right. It was no, it was scratching, um, you know, for short periods. It was really obviously anxious. So yeah. after I saw that video, I sort of sp then spoke to the owners. I said, look, I think, you know, the, obviously the, the food trial, the gastrointestinal stuff, that's, that's just not working yeah, for your yeah. dog. Your dog's not one of the seven that's going to work for Yes. <laughs> and so, so I actually put on some, some anxiety medication, some trazodone. Yep. And that worked a treat. Yeah, right. Yeah, it really worked a treat, which is probably what, before I read that paper, I would have tried. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, um, so now, you know, it's working really well and we're going to try it on some, um, some uh, fluoxetine or yep. human Prozac for some long-term um, anxiety lowering and just sort of s s see how it goes. So, I mean, that's just really interesting, you know, even though we've got all these behaviour papers and you read all the stuff, despite what the latest paper says, it's not always right, I reckon, you know. Sometimes yeah. you just have to go with your gut and, and you can, you work through a process, um, which we did. We, we went yep. through the food trial and and, and we got there um, and, uh, and you know, came in, came in for a revisit the other day and it was just doing really well yeah did, right did one fly snap in the consult yep but you know my, my consult rooms aren't stressful at all mate so just you know to calm beautiful over there's the whale oh. songs you know the fact that you sit oh. there and you, you you blow those on um, the pan pipes yeah yeah while you while you examine so how's it been eating <laughs> <laughs> how much has it been drinking <laughs> yeah it's, it's a beautiful place yeah, the rainforest you know that the frogs, the frogs yeah, from the Ikea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the background, the whales coming over. Yeah, it's, it's all there, mate. It's We've got magnificent. The candles, yeah, the incense. It's lovely. A, it's no wonder your heart rate never gets above 40 because, yep. you know, I mean, you you you, you got to... As, as I just sit there cross-legged, sucking my toes, it's... Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's all just... <laughs> 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 oh, it's all just... Whiz. That's a... Yeah. It's all whiz. just very relaxed. Well, that, that's... that's uh, it's good to see that you've been working on your flexibility then. Yeah. That's all right, Thanks, you mate. know. Thanks, yeah, You've been wa walking around here like, uh, like like I was after the marathon. You're telling me you've been doing squats. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, just, just, just because you're giving yourself a cramp trying to suck on your own little toe. I dropped my wallet, mate. That's a squat. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, mate. So you got something this week? Uh, yeah. Now, uh, what I was going to talk about, Lewis, is um, I was in a so I was in a consult the other day, and uh, uh, the owner it was a uh, it was a cat that had been in a fight. You know, we were talking um, uh, last week about uh, cats that are getting out and getting into trouble and cats on the roam. Cats on the roam. Um, and spring. Uh, and so she was talking. Um, so the cat came and had a cat bite abscess. Yes. And the owner said, what is pus? And I said, do you know what it is? She said, what? I said, that's a podcast topic. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. So what is pus? Is she a listener? Well, hopefully she is now. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you give her a, a, a sticker? I gave her a sticker and a card oh. and a pamphlet, you know, oh, and a, you know, I showed him a mug. You know, my number one. Is, number one listener now. Number one listener. Yeah. Well, they're, they're all number one listeners. Yeah. There you is know, no number one. There is no number one. You know, apart from me, because it's on my T-shirt. <laughs> You're number, you are number one. <laughs> hey, I like it. Um, yes. So, so I, I thought, yeah, well, you know, it's an interesting. I mean, you know, um, we vets love pus. You know, um, you know, we love finding pus. We love picking off a scab, and then the pus all runs free. It makes us feel really good. Not you know? as much as a vet nurse, mate. Well, vet nurses like it even more. They yeah, you're love right. it even more. <laughs> they love it. Yes. So, um, so I thought, right, well, let's talk about right. Well, what is pus? Why do our bodies form it? What's it do? And all good that one. sort of stuff. So, um, basically, our um. Our blood cells are made up of two main types. Three, if you really want to get technical. But uh, so you got your red blood cells that carry the oxygen, and the white blood cells that are their main job is to try and help to fight off infection. Yeah, and part of the immune system, aren't they? A big a part way. of the immune system. Yeah, they're like your mobile parts of the immune system. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's many different parts of them. There's um, so. I, when I sort of describe it to owners, there's the ones that are, there's the neutrophils, which are the pus cells. We'll get to them in a sec. There's your lymphocytes. They're your ones that are involved in making antibodies and um, and helping with to uh, sort of clear out other certain types of infections. Uh, eosinophils, they're your allergy cells and parasite cells. Um, macrophages, which are your big, your big sort of chewing up, cleaning cells, you know, your big garbage man cells. Um, so the one we're going to talk about as far as what, uh, for, for the topic today is pretty well just your neutrophil. So your neutrophil, your pus cell. Yep. Um, and what they are, they're cells that have got, um, they're full of little granules. And what those granules do is they help to try and break stuff down. They absorb foreign things. So they absorb dead bits of tissue. They absorb dead bits of uh, you know, uh, organisms and things like that and try and break it all down. That makes the the cell sort of the, the neutrophil die off, and then a macrophage comes and then chews it all up and cleans it all yep, off. Yep. So basically, you know, if you imagine right, so you you get yourself a little infection. The infection goes in. Um, your body sends out a whole lot of signals saying, okay, there's something going on here. Yeah, you know, bacterial now, infection more commonly, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Or, or look, even even more, you know, like so, say you get a splinter, right? Yeah. You know, yep. So yeah, splinter jabs in. Um, your body recognises that there's something there, right? Um, your body wants to clear that out. So what does it do? It gets a crap load of blood cells around there. So it dilates the blood vessels. Red blood cells, white blood cells yep. come from near and far and go straight to the yep. area. When you've got the, the bacteria, the organisms there, and they're trying to grow, um, the neutrophils come in and help to try and clear those up. So the neutrophils aren't involved in trying to make your antibodies and that sort of stuff. They're your more sophisticated lymphocyte cells. Neutrophils, plain and simple, wham, bam, they're your, they're your front-line soldiers. Get in there, chew up the stuff that needs to get chewed up, and they die off pretty quickly. Yep. Um, but they do that with the the, the diseased tissue as well. They're so like the chihuahua of the bloodstream. Mother, yeah, exactly. They're just chewing off the diabetic toe <laughs> of the uh, yeah of the body. Um, so so basically, the um, the the neutrophils are, are pulled into the area. Once they've done their job, and and there's millions and millions and millions of them there. The body doesn't really want to do anything with them. Can't really clear them out. If, if there's small numbers, yes, you can clear them out. Yep. But if they're there on mass, yep. then all of those neutrophils, all of that diseased stuff, starts to get walled off, and that's what we call an abscess. Right. And so that abscess is forming around the pus. So what is pus? A pus is accumulation of the the neutrophils, the inflammatory cells, yep. the immune system cells that have gone in there to try and clear up disease 
diseased tissue and infectious organisms or wow. infectious molecules. So the the abscess then forms it. So the classic abscess is your is your cat bite abscess that we often see. Right. The way you described it, mate, I just thought the pus was just some custard that came out of your Well, it comes stream. out looking like very stinky custard. Yeah. Very <laughs> yes. stinky custard. Yeah. yeah. A um, strawberry. Do a little bit, little bit strawberry Sometimes a little yeah. sousant of strawberry yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little sometimes, trace. So sometimes it comes out, yeah, just the classic snot box yellow, you know. <laughs> sometimes a little got a little greenish hue on there, you know. That's often the really stinky ones, the greeny ones. And w- welcome to our listeners having breakfast. That's right. Or yeah. Dinner or just or? just pause it now, yeah. <laughs> or you know, if you're having yeah a, bit, a little bit of custard on your uh, on yeah. your if you're listening to it at Christmas time and you're yeah. having a having a, a, a nice Christmas pud yeah. and with some custard yeah. on there with some pus I mean custard. Yeah, there, it was yeah. some pusted. Pusted. <laughs> <laughs> New from Cotty's pusted. <laughs> we could do that. Oh, we could. Two bits, talk bits, pusted. Pusted. <laughs> uh, That'd go well with that poo bag. Oh, it, it would do. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. You could pick up the pusted. Maybe, maybe a poo bag full of pusted. Yeah. Hey, yes. Any uh, any luck with the the, the, the poo bags with their heads yeah, on them? Yeah, not a lot yet. Yeah, I've been, no. I've been looking everywhere, mate. I can Can't get them with them. your head, but my head, they just don't, it just won't work. They really just don't. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You just won't stick to the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I try and have it so there's like the, the eyes and the and the nose on the top of the, the opening of the poo bag and then the chin underneath. So you oh, sort so of so open it's a up. Big so mouth. Like, yeah, yeah. So you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so abscess forms, um, and if the body can't um, can't dissolve it away, then the body wants to try and get rid of it. So, um, there's a blinky bill over here. You, <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's, it's getting, getting late. late. Mate. Yeah, it's yeah, getting yeah. Very late. Um, Eyelids are getting heavy. <laughs> so the uh, so the body walls it off uh, with the uh, forming the abscess, and what happens? That abscess, the skin over the top of it starts to thin, yep. and, as, and it's thinning because the body is trying to expel that abscess out. Yep. So often, when we look at a cat bite abscess or another abscess you'll see where it's going to come out from because the skin is either looking really thin or it's actually dying off and that's yeah. often there when the little scab is you can pick that off or otherwise you can see where it's going to go and so often lancing an abscess will really uh, improve the, uh, the the time for healing because we can fast forward the time of trying to clear all that stuff out we can get the pus out we can get the bacteria out we can flush it out dilution is the solution to pollution and then treat them adequately with some antibiotics and then it should be uh, pus go bye-bye. Good stuff, mate. Beautifully described. So just a little... I, I love a, it. Yeah. I love it. Well, it's, it's yeah, it sold my... Yeah, I, th- I just thought it was custard in the blood just coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Pusted. All those years of vet school, hey? Did, Wasted. Yeah, should have just listened to you, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> That's gold, mate. That's really good stuff. Excellent. And look, yeah, I mean, yeah, cat, cat bite abs is something we're seeing a bit this time of year with cats sort of fighting and For sure. a, 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 and that sort of thing. So so really, really good to know exactly. And, and sort of what are you doing, uh, apart from lancing abscess, what else are you doing for treatment dragon uh yes yeah, so uh so uh established drainage um once you've got the pus out sometimes you need to put a drain in to mm-hmm. uh yeah particularly if there's uh, a lot of dead space there or yeah. something to try and help little to uh, jackson pratt drain mate little grenade drain oh, you, you, you use those do you yeah like, that's yeah. the go mate yeah i do like them that's but where I, it's at yeah um I, if it's just a little one i'll often just put a little penrose in just for Ooh. a few days yeah i know it's controversial Ooh, I mean, vet students the, if you're listening let us know what you think about the penrose yeah you know it's old-fashioned it's gets, it, it gets, works still maybe. gets the job done yeah you know? it, it gets then it gets some of those jackson pratts mate gets the job done pretty well yeah i mean the hard thing is with the jackson pratt is the um the you know if the size of the abscess yeah. that you're trying to put in is pretty small yeah, you know i know, yeah, I know. Want to just hold it open for a little bit, you know. Yeah. The, the, the J, I, I do like the JPs for um the uh like if you've got a, a really big dead space, like you've yeah. done a yeah taken out a big huge lump or yeah. something like that. But um yeah um but yeah vet, yeah sorry I was just gonna say yeah no no you go I was yeah just, yeah so vet students if you, if you if you let us know a bit more about which drain should we be using what's the latest hit us up on two vets talk pets at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Robbie and I can settle the argument. Oh look, I've no no doubt the Jackson Pratt is a much uh, you know n- nicer uh, you know suctioned yeah. drain, but uh, it's not always practical, is it, mate? No, no the Penrose works. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Penrose works. Um, and the uh, and then obviously if you've got in, if you've had infection there, then treating them with some antibiotics is uh, a uh, generally yeah. a pretty good yeah. idea. Maybe too. some pain relief they need. It and pain relief, always, always pain yeah. relief. We are good people. We are good vets, and it is twenty eighteen. It is not uh, nineteen sixty eight. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Good stuff, mate. There you go. Fantastic. Um, Alrighty. You got anything else, mate? No, that's yeah. it for Any me. Any mailbag? No. Yeah, we have got a mailbag. I think I said last week we had it. I'm still holding it over. 
where uh, if anyone wants to hit us up, yes, check us out on Instagram. Actually, the mailbag we have got, yeah, is somebody was asking about how the podcast came to be and are we were we friends at vet school, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's a long story. Right. So we might save it for it. We, we we did talk about on that vet life, didn't we? The, we we covered it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but um. Maybe maybe next episode we can we can talk about it then. Well, what we should do is um have a um a, a, a two vets talk pets episode zero, right? Where we where we talk about how it all came about. Oh, so we bring back the little crap microphone we had <laughs> yes. and go outside and <laughs> go, go go back outside the library. Yeah, with yeah. with the um the guy who was there on his bike, just home, yeah, the, the, to the, us. The, the dude just sitting there, yeah, getting rid of the uh, yeah. That, that was a, great. That was our first audience, mate. Audience first of audience. One. Yes, yeah. We Wonderful. should find him, and give him a sticker. Yeah, a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> sticker and a pie, <laughs> <laughs> or a bowl of custard, pasted, pasted, pasted. Alrighty, guys, um, and uh, e- emails at uh, two vets talk pets at gmail.com yeah we're on instagram um, facebook twitter patreon if you want to support us on patreon go and find us on patreon.com please us some do cash. please do yeah, really it'd be great re- re- it, it costs us money to produce the, the pod so just uh every every little bit helps us to to, to host it and and uh and and um it takes our time as well so yeah, equipment that, and that sort of stuff and it yeah. just helps to keep things ticking over I me mean, we love doing it so uh but uh otherwise uh that is it for this week that is good mate good 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 chat buddy we'll yeah. see you next time peace out everybody bye bye thanks for listening to two vets talk pets with lewis and robbie to chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions search two vets talk pets on facebook twitter and Instagram, or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist, and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.